We want our coffee in the lobby. We watch our worship on the screen. We got a rock star preacher who won't wake us from our dreams. We want our blessings in our pockets. Yes, you are in. Ugh, I want to leave this person. You've been there. You've either been on the heartbreak side, the heartbroken side, or breaking the heart side. Anyone, any relationship, any marriage, there's been a point here. Okay, maybe you weren't ready to leave. Maybe you didn't drop the D-bomb, but you know the cold shoulder or the silent treatment or just looking at them dumbfounded like, did you, did you just say that? <laughs> That's exactly what we tackle on this one, so... Thanks for joining. Here you go. It's gotta start right here. It's gotta start right now. Ugh. I want to leave this person. Chapter 24 from the audiobook. Every marriage is flawed. So have you said that? Of course you have. You, you, odds are you, you've broken up with someone or someone's broken up with you, right? Ugh, I want to leave this person or... Who is this person? Or did he just say that? I can't I can't even talk to you right now. Might be another thing that you've heard. If you never said or had a version of this, then I'm just gonna say you haven't been very long enough. And some of you are like immediately, I I I love the defensives on this, but wait, wait, what no, okay. Maybe it's more who is this person than you wanna leave. But again, if you've been married long enough, there, there are going to be moments where you're, where you're angry or, or someone's yelled or the, definitely either the silent treatment or the cold shoulder. There's, there's certain versions of this. Now it's starting to come into focus for most of you. Most of you experience something like that. And you may have been feeling this for years or it might be just an hour so far <laughs> that you've felt it but being real i'm telling you it is okay it is relationship 101 if you've ever felt that way you are normal and you are human and again that's we've been working at busting this myth right the myth of a perfect marriage the myth of a of a perfect family a, a soulmate yeah i I haven't said it just several times. I'm going to say it countless times. Um, you know, my wife said that about me. She's never left. Uh, she's never asked me to leave. And she's never dropped the D word. Yet, oh, I, I, I know the cold shoulder. <laughs> I know the silent treatment. And I know angry and frustrating words. And I'm not just talking about the worst boyfriend in the world phase either. I'm talking, it could be recently. Yeah, the guy that, that has written this book and has all this advice. Oh, no, it happens to all of us. You know my favorite example earlier, right? The, the, the pastor and a marriage family therapist of 40 years has been to counseling over four different seasons over 40 years. A pastor and a marriage family therapist. If it can happen to them, it can happen to anyone. So let's go back to the basics. We all agree we are flawed, correct? You're that or you're a narcissist. So we're all flawed. Okay, then at least you can admit your spouse is flawed. <laughs> and flawed equals 
frustrations. So quit pretending everything's perfect. Flawed equals frustrations. They go hand in hand like beer and chicken wings. Or if that doesn't resonate with you, cookies and milk. Oh, you're lactose intolerant? Okay, Diet Coke and Captain Crunchberries. That might be a few of you. Talk to any married couple, just any couple that's been together for more than 30 years. It is highly likely there were moments that one wanted to leave. And of course, it reminds me of another story of another couple. That's really what this is. It's a memoir. It's, it's a bunch of collection of different stories of different couples. And we're going to call this couple Carly and Ted. And Carly and Ted got married young. And they had kids young. A girl and a boy. And Ted was definitely into his work. However, his primary passion was racing cars. He loved racing cars. And just about every weekend during the summer, the whole family would go to the racetrack. And it wasn't when it wasn't racing season, Ted would be found working on the cars. And if he wasn't working on the cars, he'd be working his regular job to afford the cars. Now, whether you're into racing cars, there's something. You, this, this will resonate with you. There's something that's the passion here, whether it's fishing or hunting or guy time or girl time or bowling. I don't know, softball, you name it. There's something we love to do and that sometimes can take over. And yes, in this case, the cars had become the center. Carly was miserable. She couldn't stand being around Ted any longer. And her daughter, Tristan, clearly remembers as a little girl watching her mom looking up apartments or houses to rent she was going to leave and that was traumatic so there's a lot more details of this story but again as we try to keep it short and sweet here's the deal carly never left although she couldn't stand living with ted at that time she decided she chose not to split the family and here's what happened. Over time, Ted grew older and his cars became less important. The cars were no longer the center. And today, 20 plus years later, you see Carly and Ted together and they get along pretty well. They attend just about every one of their grandkids' games together. I see them all the time. And today they are content and together. So moral of the story, for a marriage to survive and eventually thrive, time and change often need to be implemented. And mercy and grace and forgiveness and, of course, the grace of all love will be must choices. Somebody is definitely forgiving somebody to move forward in any relationship. So if you've ever been tempted to leave, oh, you're not alone. It's almost guaranteed that during your life of your marriage, you and or your spouse will want to leave or at least secretly think about it or wonder what it would, life would be like about it. Or you might just find yourself on the couch for the night or fill in the blank 
I always try to look at both sides. Listen, if you are that couple that is able to go to bed without letting the sunset go down with the anger, that is exceptional. And I give you full on credit. That is amazing. I'm just saying you're not normal. Most couples do not, are not able to do that. They don't have the coping skills and the counseling skills to get beyond that. Someone, like I said though, but somebody is forgiving somebody in order to go to bed without any anger. That is exceptional. And I tip my cap off to anyone that is doing that. But for the rest of us normal people, you're going to have to weather this. And again, therapy change. And by the way, there is another disclaimer here. If, if you're ever in danger, then you do need to leave that person. At least separate for a while. If, if this is life-threatening, I want to be very clear. This is this is racing cars. That's that's a different ball game, right? Of course. So I just get that out there as well. So if you've ever been tempted to leave, you're not alone. It's almost guaranteed again that, that you'd be willing to do that or someone's going to willing to do that, or you're going to think about it. And this isn't just the case for your marriage. It, it will be the case for many marriages. I'd say talk to anyone married for more than 10 years, maybe five. They're willing to admit that they had moments of wanting to scream in frustration. The best marriages will weather storms. And of course, the storms will come. And they will go. And yes, some doing more damage than others. Or later, the sun will shine. So we're on the cliche bandwagon. Peaks do not exist without valleys. And if you had a real look at every marriage, you would see a mountainous landscape. Let's face it, the peaks are far greater in beauty and appreciation with the valleys. And as for divorce, that doesn't solve problems. It just opens another set of them. So question time. All right. Number one, what's the dumbest thing you have said or did that has hurt your spouse? What's the dumbest thing you have said or did that has hurt your spouse? And note, this one may be harder to bring up in a group environment. In fact, it can restoke hurt feelings. So optional question in hindsight, what would you change in your speech or behavior? Pause and reflect. Question two. Oh, this one's going to be so uncomfortable. It is going to be uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, it depends on uh, how thick skinned you are on this one. What does your spouse say about above? If your spouse could, what would they change about you? Pause and reflect. And grin and bear it. Buckle up. Whatever cliche. You can insert there. Go. All right. If you're able to weather number two, number three, counterpoint. For those of you calling themselves Christians. Have you forgiven your spouse for above? Have you forgiven your spouse for above? Or are you holding on to that grudge like a poison pill teddy bear? 
And remember, Matt 6.15, but if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. Number four, counterpoint to the counterpoint. Well, Matthew 6.15, that's exactly what it says. So that is the truth. And that is between you and God, if you're able to forgive others in order to be forgiven. That, that's up to you. I just, again, I, I, I'm getting the pull on this one. Note, forgiveness does not always mean restoration. We've covered that in previous chapters, but again, I need to get that out there. Forgiveness does not always mean restoration. For relationship restoration and trust must be built over time. And if needed, what are you doing then to restore trust? What are you doing to restore trust? Changes? What changes have you made? Have you been going to counseling? Therapy? What is your plan? Have you written it down? And are you at a point where you can share it with your spouse? That's about six questions in one. I realize that, but it's a really, really important point to make after number three there. So pause and reflect. Thanks again for joining and thank you so much for sharing. And it, this, is, this is a selective share, I, I'll admit, but you'll know it's going to happen. If it's not you, it'll be your neighbor. It's going to be one of your best buddies. They're, they're going to come to you when, and when the crap hits the fan and someone wants out or someone's leaving or someone has left. And then this is probably the chapter you need to share when the timing's right. And I pray you never have to deal with that. Then again, it's the real world and this stuff happens. Speaking of the real world, divorce, we're going to talk about that next, the next chapter. So one of my least favorite words and least favorite subjects, but it is a reality of today. In truth, a lot of you didn't choose it. So we'll get to that. Thanks again for joining. Now go serve, love one another, stick with it when there's times you want to give up and leave if you need to, if it gets dangerous or life-threatening, but may it never get to that point. Love, serve one another, go.